Sarah, welcome back to the Training with Tucker podcast. Hard to believe that the last time we chatted was seven months ago before the Boston Marathon, but uh, why don't you start off by just filling us in on all that has gone on in your life, both from a running standpoint, business standpoint, anything else you want to update us on in uh, the last seven months? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Tucker. Um, It feels like that's a loaded question. So (laughs) in many ways, it feels like we just ran Boston together. And in other ways, it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, So, so many things have happened. Um, An incredible Boston race, right? Like you got to see see me like finish um, down the final straightaway. It was an incredible day, very... um, challenging course, challenging weather. You crushed it. You ran a very, very, very strong race. And I was just happy to like squeak out a very tiny PR that day. Um, But it was a great day nonetheless. And a lot of happy tears and smiles and joy and gratitude for sure. Um, With that said, I can't wait to go back next year, hopefully with you. I think we both aligned on 2023. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, I don't think have any sort of redemption on the hills to be made. Like you ran such a strong, consistent split, just completely annihilated, annihilated the hills uh, kind of race. I definitely have some like unfinished business with the hills, uh, the Newton Hills and really all 26.2 miles. So I'm excited to go back and have just a really great weekend of, of running and racing in Boston. Um, there's going to be a lot of uh, our athletes and Colorado athletes there as well, um, which has been something that I've been working on over the last, you know, seven months since we've chatted. Um, you know, personally, there's been a lot of racing, right? You're my coach. You know this. There's been a lot of racing. Not Hopefully too much, not too much. Yeah, no. yeah. I feel like, you know, it's maybe right there at the, the borderline of, of just enough racing. Um, so after Boston, you know, we worked on some 5K speed, ended up going into a 5K race in Boulder that just didn't really work out too well, but that's okay. Training isn't linear. Racing isn't linear. That happens. Um, I wasn't really excited for the race anyways, which might have something to do with it too. (laughs) Tucker's Tucker's nodding his head. Um, but I did go into, uh, racing the Houston half marathon in January and our goal there, it actually turned into a tune-up race for the Mesa marathon. So I was originally scheduled to run the Mesa half marathon and that was from, it was a rescheduled race from like 2021, maybe? Yes. I think it was 2021. 2021. And you were taking a team down there. I signed up for it. Five days later, they canceled the race. And I just had this race entry just sitting there. And I can't let something like that go unused. So I definitely wanted to use it. And it was on the plane actually from Boston to Boulder. So 36 hours after the race, um, which... Let's just say, you know, we talked on the phone right after I finished Boston. The first question I asked you was like, how did you do? I wanted to know, like, did you get your 240? 
And I think the second thing out of my mouth was, I'm never running another marathon again. And don't let me do it. (laughs) (laughs) 36 hours later, I'm on the plane back to Boulder. And I decided to move my half marathon bib in Mesa to the full marathon. And it worked out really well because then we used Houston half, which was four weeks before Mesa as a tune-up race. The weather was perfect that day. I got to take a team of Elevate athletes down to Houston. We got to have a whole weekend of celebrating. Um, I was a Houston marathon ambassador for 2022. And um, there might be some exciting news coming through uh, publicly in a few weeks about the 2023 race. Um, but it was really, really fun to be able to go in and celebrate a weekend of running and community on a flat course. It's a fast course and the weather was perfect. It was very cold. Uh, it was about 35 degrees at the start, sunny, and it was a historic weekend, right? Sarah Hall ran a, an incredibly strong half marathon and had the women's record for, uh, what we now know is just a few months, um, And, uh, there was also, you know, um, a very strong marathon, um, race as well. Yeah. Wasn't Kira D'Amato set the American record there too, right? She did. Yeah. Yeah. In the marathon. So it was a very special day and, um, the Elevate athletes showed up and ran super strong. I ran a half marathon PR, which was exciting and, it was almost a two-minute PR from nine months earlier. So hell yeah to that. Hopefully I can say that word. Um, <laughs> so it felt really good. I love Houston. I love that course. I, I'm familiar with the course. I was very, very excited going into it. And um, and I think that leads into you know how you can create a lot of fun and, and PRs. So that was a special moment. Then we went into Mesa, which was four months later or four weeks later. And that was definitely a different day. It was a lot warmer than Houston. I think the start, it was about 55 degrees, blue skies, sunny. And for whatever reason, my legs, you know, were feeling a little tired at the start, but I wasn't too worried. I thought, well, this happens a lot of times, Tucker, you know, in workouts, it takes me a while to warm up sometimes. And I didn't think really anything of it until I saw you at the halfway point and things just weren't really getting any better. And, um, and you were awesome. Like you were, um, posting stories on your Instagram and one of my athletes was watching and she's like, when I saw you just, you know, Tucker asked how you were doing and you yelled out, like, I'm doing okay. She's like, I knew that like things were not okay. Cause you're such a positive person that like things were worse than okay. But you know, you were just trying to, yeah be positive on course. Um, but with that said, um, the Mesa marathon is, you know, it's a great time of year for people who want to run a warmer marathon in February. We still had like what, almost a five minute PR that day on a Mm -hmm. very warm day. I think it was about 75 degrees when I finished. So that felt really good. And the sun was so strong. I mean, that's the thing that I I think, (laughs) People don't realize, you know, about the the areas like Arizona and true true here for Colorado too. We just recently, this past weekend, had the color uh, the Colfax Marathon, half marathon, all that, and it was also a bluebird day. Sun was was out, and 
it's incredible how the sun can really zap your energy and, and heat you up. I mean, anybody that's spent some time on the beach knows how you, know, you can lay on the beach for a few hours and feel completely white. So running a marathon with the sun just baking you um, in fairly warm conditions, I mean, that was that was tough. Yeah, it was tough. It really was. Thanks for um, talking the audience through that, because I think it's very easy to say like, oh, it was, you know, this temperature and whatever, but you were out on course, you saw it. And I think the biggest quote unquote, like issue, non-issue, but it was the lack of humidity. Right. And that was something Mm -hmm. we talked about the day before you're like, oh crap, like you're not going to know how much you're actually depleting because your sweat's just evaporating off of your body. And I remember touching my face at like, it had to have been around mile 16 and there was just the thickest like layer of salt on my face. And I thought, Oh no, like this has been happening and I wasn't really aware of it. Um, very thankful for salt tabs and, um, and the people on course handing out water that was critical and huge. Um, because there was a a lack of hydration tables (laughs) at this marathon for sure. So, um, but it was still a big win, right? It was a PR. It was awesome. I learned a lot. Um, and I got to run with Jesse, who is a, a running coach as well. And we both know her and, um, and that was really amazing too. And you got to be down there. So there was a really nice community down in Mesa. Yeah. Um, and then we decided, you know, I had gone through Boston training and then I went right into Mesa training that, it'd probably be good just to like take a step back. So we did a few months of recovery, still stayed very consistent. We ran easy. We threw in some fun strides, but we pulled the workouts and we recently got back into it. I'm scheduled to run the grandma's half marathon a week from, or I'm sorry, a month from yesterday. Um, So that's exciting and also very scary. This is coming up very quickly. Um, And then we're running the Chicago Marathon together this fall, which is also exciting. And, you know, the theme of last year, the theme of this year is to go big. And, you know, I went big in Houston. I went big at Mesa for different, in different ways, for different reasons. Um, I also ran a 5K just last week or uh, two weeks ago. Finally got that sub 25K that I've been searching for, which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it felt so so good, which was also really great. And, um, you know, I I shared and you could see in Final Surge, like my I had a pretty strong kick at the end for uh, maybe what would be considered too long to have a kick. So now we're wondering how much was still left in the tank and (laughs) how big I can go in the 5K maybe again, even though I said once I hit sub 20, I'd be done with it. But I don't think that's actually true which is why I love running. And it's one of the things that, you know, we all go back to as athletes, like, well, we hit a goal and usually, you know, we just want to keep going and keep pushing and seeing what our potential is. So going big for 2022 is the theme. It's going to be really exciting and really fun. And, um, and I'm just excited. I'm hoping for a really great day in Chicago. Absolutely. So, that's kind of the theme of this podcast and why I wanted to, to have you on is that early in this year or late in 2021, 
you made it very clear to me that you were going all in for 2022 and you wanted to do all whatever it took to do big things. So I'm curious if you would be interested in sharing with, you know, my, uh, my huge audience here, um, <laughs> just why you decided to go big for 2022 and what that looks like for you. Yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, we joke about this. I mean, I probably am a little more serious about it than you are, but, um, believe it or not, I am in a pivotal year in my running career, or I think it's a pivotal year. One, because I've PR'd, um, you know, we've had a really strong coaching athlete relationship over the last two years. I feel like there's more potential. There's more there. I'm also in the last year of my thirties and I'm going to be a master runner um, a few weeks after we run Chicago. And that is like, for me, a really big shift in let's see what I can do in my last year in my thirties and running as strong and even more powerful than last year. I think we have some really great races that I also signed up for that I was really excited about and that I wanted to really go after. Like grandma's is known to be a fast course. As long as it's not extremely humid, I have a really great chance of running sub 130, like, or sub 90 minutes. Like I have no um, doubts about that. Like the fitness is there knowing how strong I ran in Houston and we've been building since then. Um, the last three miles are downhill, Tucker. Um, I'm excited. It's going to be great. And then knowing, you know, going into Chicago and as long as the weather is great there, like that's a flat course. We're at lower elevation. It's my hometown race, right? Like I grew up in West Michigan. Um, my parents are coming in for it. I'm hoping my sister and brother-in-law are able to come in. Like there's going to be family. We're going to have a great elevate team there. Um, so why not? We have PR'd more times than we have not PR'd together. Um, I think I've run two 5Ks that just haven't transitioned into um, into a PR since working together. And I definitely like to race. So it's fun to push the envelope. It's fun to play big. It's fun to see the potential. And knowing that if it doesn't work out, there's usually ways that we can grow and learn from those situations to make us stronger moving forward. I love it. And I think it's, it's very inspiring. We were talking a little bit before we hit record here that, you know, when you're in your twenties and early thirties, it's very easy to think that you are going to stay young forever and PR forever and, and all that. And so, you know, I think that, you know, you're, you're racing at an incredible level. Um, and I think most people probably wouldn't believe that you're turning 40 this year, but, um, it's given you a little bit of a perspective shift that, you know, why, why not go big right now? We don't know how long we have. And as I've learned over the past six months where I've been doing a lot of PT, like I've been dealing with an injury, you never, ever know what could happen. You know, you right. could get hurt. You could, um, you know, plateau, there's plenty of things that, that can happen. You could burn out and just not want to put in the, the, all the hours and the, the effort and 
the investment of, of time and, and money and all that into your, your training. And so while you have the passion, while you have the speed, while you're enjoying it, why not go big? And I think, yeah, you, you are a very inspiring athlete in general, but your decision to, to go big and also not just in your running, you know, your personal running journey, but also going big in your business, helping your athletes go big. Um, you know, it, it's been an incredible start to 2022. You've certainly already gone big and I don't know, you're, uh, you're going to make it awfully challenging to top the first half of 2022 with, with the second half, but I, I think you can do it. I know I'm hoping we can do it. Like, so we've PR'd the half, the full, the 5k. Okay. I'm, I have two 10ks this year where I get to like test, shoot my shot and see if we can get, you know, anything faster than a 4207. And I think we can do it, especially later this summer. There's a really great course, um, that should, we should be able to do that. And yeah, I mean, I think there is definitely a sense of urgency on my side too. It's like, I know I'm not young, as young as I was. And, um, and that's just a fact, but also like, you know, I joke, like anytime I have three, like quote unquote bad runs, or I just don't feel good. I'm like, Oh no, this is it. Like I've hit my max or I've hit my peak. It's all downhill from here. And I joke about it, but at the same time, like there is that sense of like, is that, is that what it's going to feel like when it happens? Um, and I hope not, but if, if I'm still gaining speed and I'm still able to get faster, like why not? I have the time to train too right now and to, to be all in. And I think even last weekend's long run was such a great learning lesson of you gave a progressive long run to me. It was 12 miles. We had four at easy, four at goal marathon, four at half goal marathon pace. And it, it, even though like it might look effortless to anyone looking in from the outside in, um, those types of runs still require a lot of work and a lot of planning and a lot of like mindset strategy to execute that well. And what I learned last Saturday is that I still get to show up and do those things too. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just fall into place. Like, even if it looks really easy from Strava or from Instagram, knowing that there still is a lot of work on the backside to be put in. And I learned that literally the hard way um, last weekend because I didn't really prepare or plan the way that I should have for that, for that long run. Yeah. Never again. That's something that I love about running is that no matter what time you're running, you know, in race, whether you're trying to break four hours in the marathon or uh, run, you know, 90 minutes and a half or Olympic trials qualify, like no matter what you're doing, it's, um, you know, it all requires hard work. It all requires putting in the time, putting in the effort, and it, it's not easy. So I give you a ton of credit for for being willing to do that because it's one thing to say, I want to hit this goal. It's another thing to say, I want to do it in training, right? Like we all have goals for race day, but to say, I want to run more mileage. I want to run harder workouts. Um, I want to do all the things that are going to make me a stronger athlete. So come race day, you're putting yourself in the best position to be successful. 
and to go big on race day. Yeah. When I was in first grade, my parents told me that my, my teacher came to them and said, Sarah goes the extra mile in everything that she does in first grade. And I think that's so true to who I am as a human. And like, I want to go the extra mile without getting hurt in my training, right? Like we get to find that fine balance between like, how far can we push the envelope without getting injured? But I also know that like, I know my body really well and I've been really great at telling you and communicating with you any single time I feel anything going on. And, um, and it's really exciting. Like we had to talk about mileage. We had to talk about harder track workouts and different track workouts. And, you know, the goal for grandmas is sub 90 and the goal for Chicago is going to be, it's not actually like a time goal. I think I've shifted it into a, I mean, it's time related, but it's not specific. And it's to get as close to three hours as I can get and just go in that mindset of like doing what I can do. My marathon PR is a 320. There's a lot on the table because apparently I run marathons that are just warm. So if I can get a really like awesome weather, you know, like a cool marathon, um, weather-wise, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. Well, you're certainly controlling what you can control in that you are, you know, you're putting yourself first and you are a, a great coach to your athletes and, you know, you are doing a phenomenal job with your business. Um, but you know you've made the the conscious decision to like at times be selfish which i think we all have to do if we do want to pursue our individual goals is to put ourselves first and be willing to do what it takes to to reach those goals and so you're you know you're getting out you're putting in the training you're you're doing the work but we can't control what what race day is going to bring unfortunately and uh so we shall see fingers crossed for a cool day at chicago um, but you have a really, really exciting next uh, half of 2022, and uh, I'm excited to toe the line at Chicago with you and, and see what you can do at Grandma's and in your 10Ks. It's going to be really, really cool to watch. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but also very rewarding. And cheers to the rest of 2022. Absolutely. So for those of you out there, go big. Set some big goals, some scary goals, chase those dreams, be consistent in training, all the good stuff. Anything I'm missing? Yeah. Um, you never know what you're capable of, right? Like there, the sky's the limit. So just go after it, see your potential, see what you can create. Um, if you're not working with a coach, I highly encourage you to do that. It's a huge, huge needle mover. Um, and if you are an entrepreneur, maybe it's hiring a business coach, or if, um, if you're finding yourself wanting to challenge, you know, be challenged in a different way, like go out there and hire someone to help you do it. I think teamwork makes the dream work, right. And partnering with people to get you to where you want to go is like one of the best ways to do it. Well said. So before we, we sign off here, um, something that we went big with in the back half of 2021 and the first half of 2022 was our winter training group, which we had about 15 athletes training with us. We did K 
community runs every Monday night. We did coached group runs every Wednesday night. We did uh, a monthly long run together. Um, what else did we do? Uh, strength training. Um, we had a um, we had a specific training plan designed to help athletes build for the Colorado half marathon marathon, which was up in Fort Collins on the first weekend in May. So um, that was such an incredible experience. We went big with that group. We had an amazing time, such a great group of people. Um, we had so much fun together. We had a ton of athletes PR in their goal races in the, in the spring. And we are excited to kick off uh, version two of our summer training group starting up June 8th, which is Wednesday, Wednesday, June 8th. And uh, yeah, we're, we're so excited to bring people together, help people train for their, their fall goal races. And uh, yeah, what, am, what else am I missing on the summer training group? So the summer training group is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing because we have already a great group of athletes who have signed on a lot. So our winter training group definitely created this very special bond and they are strong runners. They're continuing to get stronger and we have so many of them already signed up for summer. So that's really exciting. We're going to be in Wash Park this summer. So those who are in the Denver Boulder area, um, we're going to be doing some threshold tempo work on the inner loop of Wash Park. Um, we also have Denver South High School track um, available for track workouts. Um, for anyone who watched our stories last summer on Instagram or maybe participated in the summer training group, like we love our um, our LaCroix, our bubbly waters, <laughs> our snacks, all the things. We have a lot of fun in the summer. Our pink Yeti cooler is going to make an appearance. It's our mascot for the summer. Pink is for PRs, so I'm really glad that the Yeti cooler is also pink. And um, everyone gets a run plan, which is awesome. Everyone gets to run together on Wednesday night to do speed work. Um, everyone gets to have community and social time afterwards. Like we did that a lot for the winter training group, it's like either going out for a drink or for dinner afterwards. That's really special and fun. We're going to be doing our long runs together, which is a huge component to marathon training or half marathon training. Train with a group who is also around your skill level. You get to run with them. Tucker and I get to plan out where we're meeting, when we're meeting, the bathroom locations, the hydration stuff. It's like, we get to take care of that for you guys. So it's a nice way to um, lean into training, to go all in on your training, especially for fall racing. Um, and let Tucker and I do all the hard work. You get to show up, have fun, run hard, have some bubbly water, some bobo bars, all the things after practice. And it'll be great. We're also going to be doing core and strength training after every Wednesday night. Um, which is going to be great too. And we're probably going to bring in some special guests or some special people to this summer, um, which will be a fun surprise. And um, it's a really fun time. I think I enjoy the summer training group, maybe a little bit more than the winter training group, not for the people in it, but Tucker's smiling right now, but for the weather aspect and not having to dodge ice and stuff. So that's going to feel great. So it's going to be every Wednesday night, 6 30 p.m 
We're going to meet at the um, the parking lot by Denver South High School. Um, it runs from June 8th through November 2nd, leading up to the Indianapolis Marathon Weekend and the New York City Marathon Weekend. So it's a great 22 weeks of training and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're considering it, highly, highly, highly encourage that you reach out to one of us to talk about um, your options for training and how to set you up for success for fall racing. Very well said. Uh, you covered everything there, but uh, yeah, it's it's an awesome opportunity for people in the Denver, greater Denver area to come together and, and uh, push each other, push themselves. We know that there are days when you're not going to want to get out and run and having the group uh, to hold you accountable and consistent is, is really helpful, especially on those workout days when, you know, maybe the temperatures are a little higher or you're tired from day at work and you know, the group will, will be there to, to help you get out and, and get the work in. So highly recommend you consider joining, uh, contact Sarah or I, I will put our contact info in the show notes, or you can find us on Instagram. Um, I'm sure most people that are listening to this will already probably follow us, but, um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing group. And Sarah, you're bringing a dozen athletes already to the indie marathon, half marathon weekend. So yeah. if you don't have a fall race, I think Indy still has space available. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, they definitely yeah. do. And reach out. I have a special link for any athletes who want to be part of the Elevate team. Um, so you get discounts. Um, the race is Saturday, November 5th. They have a 5K, 10K, half and full. So it's a, it's a big day of racing. It's going to be a lot of fun usually perfect racing weather. It's a flat and fast course. So if you're looking to maybe run stronger, faster, fitter, more confident, Indy is a great race for you because they have the availability, they have the right uh, route, and I'll be there with a great team of people that we can all lean on each other and race strong and happy. So amazing. And I can speak from our experience at the the Colorado marathon, like when you're, when you're out on the race course, you might not be running with someone else from the group, but just knowing that other people are out there, whether they're cheering you on or running a different, different race, um, just knowing other people there, you know, getting to share the race weekend experience, doing the shakeout run together, maybe grabbing a, you know, a bite to eat the night before having our, our carbo load session together and then going out on the yeah. race course and getting to push ourselves and know that there are other people out there pushing themselves too, I think is, is really powerful as well. So um, great opportunity. If you don't have a fall race, whether you're local in the Denver Boulder area or you're not um, reach out to Sarah about her elevate team. And if you are in that, the Denver area and you're interested in our summer training group, highly recommend that you consider signing up for that and also signing up for, for Indy or another fall race that you can, you know, utilize the, the group. As Sarah mentioned, you know, we do all the work. We design the training plan. We have two training plans uh, built uh, for different experience levels and different goals. So you get to pick and choose kind of which training plan you would like to, to use for your, your summer training. And then, you know, we're getting out the information on where to meet and where to, uh, you know, as Sarah mentioned, we're making sure we have hydration out on the course and, uh, you know, all those things. So 
we take care of the logistics. All you have to do is show up and put in the work and the PRs will come. So <laughs> that's right. I want to share a really quick story. So we had athletes, we had uh, some athletes run the Colorado marathon and half marathon. And one of the marathoners, uh, her name is Pooja. She said to me afterwards, she said, this was so great. I didn't realize how much I needed and wanted the community aspect until I was on the course and realized like the two other Elevate athletes running the marathon were, she already knew they were BQing because she hadn't passed them, right? And she was looking to BQ and she's like, I'm not going to be the only person out here, like not BQing today. And like, you could say BQ, you could say finish a marathon, you can say, you know, run a PR, whatever that looks like. But like, the fact that she knew that there were other Elevate athletes running the marathon, like really propelled her to continue to run strong. She ran super consistent splits. For anyone who's run a marathon knows that the last 10K can be a total like dumpster fire. Like who really knows what's going to happen, but she ran very strong and consistent. And that's exciting to see too. So it just goes to, to your point, Tucker, of, you know, aligning yourself with the community and aligning yourself with um, maybe running a race that other people that you know and maybe that you train with all summer long are going to be there. They will motivate you in the hardest points of the race, no doubt. Absolutely, for sure. And also, I do want to make it clear, like this isn't just for people who are trying to be here or anything like that. We have a really strong group of people in our that were in our winter group that are coming back for the summer group that are four-hour marathoners, you know, 345 marathoners, two-hour half marathoners. You know, we, we take yeah. any and all, um, and we always make sure that you know the route. No, there's no, no one getting left behind on any of our group runs or any of our workouts. So um, no matter what your goals are, no matter what your experience level is, um, it's a really, really awesome group to, to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We coach all paces and highly encourage all paces um, and runners and skill levels to um, to join us because it's a lot of fun at the end of the day and you get to make friends and that's fun too. For sure. All right, Sarah. Well, I will uh, I will let you go. Thank you so much for taking your time today to, to chat with me and share why you are going big and how you're going big and how you've already gone big this year. Uh, you've had a really, really incredible first half of 2022 and good things are in store for the second half. So thanks again for, for coming on. You're welcome.